everybody, this is Synthetica Lynn, and you are listening to Rat Chat. Squeak, squeak! Meow. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we are doing an ep- episode today with a special guest, Tinkerbell. This is my friend, my very uh, lovely friend here. Um, so, yeah, if you, you could just, um, I don't know, introduce yourself. Uh, we're, well, this is one of our, um, what it, before I'd like to <laughs> continue, is um, this is one of my fellow uh, fitness friends, you know, bodybuilding friends. So we're probably going to be talking a lot about fitness-related stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, so say hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh, this is exciting. This is yeah. exciting. Um, so, yeah, uh, first off, um, you know, Neo, I know that you had some questions for uh, Miss Kinkerbell. Um, go, you know, Shoot, let's shoot some questions. I want you know so we can get some. Um, um, you know, um, one, two, three, go. <laughs> one, two, three, go. <laughs> well, I did recently see one of your posts uh, a while back uh, on Twitter, as I will always call it. Uh, amazing <laughs> transformation, by the way. God Thank bless. You. Uh, yeah. Can you take us on the the little journey of how you went from that to that to this now? Oh gosh! Uh, as much as you want. It's a, it's a little journey. Oh no, I'll go. I'll go into it. Um, <laughs> That's a big journey, man. So the my before photo was at two hundred and ninety six pounds, and I think that was in twenty sixteen. And I think like most of us have probably at some weight at some point in life been overweight. Maybe not like that overweight but I was just super unhealthy lazy just doing basically just trying to survive I was a new mom I think my son was like two years old at that point and everything was fast food getting as much sleep as possible just trying my best to stay afloat but I couldn't play with my son I could that's that was the catalyst for my entire transformation was he got to where he could run around and kick the soccer ball in the yard and I couldn't do anything. So I was like, man, I've got to get to a place where I can be in my child's life and play with him and not be the parent that's like always just kind of sitting on the bleachers because she has to. Like I want to be down there doing the thing with him. So I just changed everything. I changed absolutely everything. I took everything processed out of my diet. I started walking. I had really bad knees from carrying that much weight for so long. So I had to start with like aquatic exercising because they're so low impact. And 
I think in like it was less than a year, I lost 120 pounds. Wow. Just, just eating what I was supposed to be eating and exercising six, sometimes seven times a week. I did the extreme. I do everything way more extreme than you should. And I, I, I kind of knew in my head if I didn't do it fast that I would quit. I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. to completion, if that makes sense at all. Yeah. Uh, so I just freaking did it. <laughs> and and uh, I think it was like a year into it. And I was just kind of like going through YouTube, watching different like health stuff. And bodybuilding came up and I saw Dana Lynn Bailey. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I bet I could do that. And I, I've not looked back. I have not looked back. I fell headfirst into the bodybuilding, and here we are. Yep. I'm a whole different kind of big now. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. That is, God bless. Because I, I can um, relate to, you know, just like, being on a path where you're just kind of you're you're pretty much just existing you're just surviving like you're get yeah you're getting food in your body but it's just really all it's doing is just keeping you alive it's not making you thrive and that was me for a while and yeah I was probably about how much I weigh now but in fat like because I weigh I weigh like 135 right now, and um, I think I was 135 then, but not with muscle. Yeah. Um, well, you're also tall. Yes, I am also really. I'm so short, but like I'm five one, but I'm one. I'm 135, so that's pretty dense for someone that's small. <laughs> last um, last I checked at the doctor's, I was 278. And how tall are you? I am five six, five five. You're like a regular. You're a regular size dude. Yeah. They well, according uh, according to them, I'm uh, what is it? Uh, obese and, and oh. some science. I'm obese, and I do feel like like you said, uh, pain in the knees because I've been carrying so much weight for such a long time that uh, I do have bad knees and the arthritis and stuff like that. But I've recently. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm on a, a, a journey per se, but I am trying to lean more towards healthier eating mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. and or at least eating habits. Uh, yeah, that's a good start. That's yeah. what it starts with, though. So many people are like, well, I'm just going to, and the way I coach my clients is not, I hate giving people like these exact specific like macros and stuff. I hardly ever do that. I like to start with, okay, can we drink a gallon of water a day? Can you make sure each one of your meals has a a fifth size portion of protein? Can you make sure that the majority of the calories from the rest of your meal are coming from fresh fruits or vegetables? You know, can we switch to healthier fats? People need to learn the habits so that it's a lifelong thing that they can control themselves. Right. You know, yeah. I think that's, that's yeah. yeah. You have to have a healthier relationship with food. And that's one of the things that a lot of people, um, it's like, 
I feel like a, a lot of people maybe get it uh, misinterpreted or they don't realize is that a lot of this, how you, not just how you look, but how you feel has to do with what you eat. And um, you can't, you also can't just like start eating these eating habits perfectly automatic, you know, oh. from the beginning, you have to, you have to train yourself and, um, and you also have to learn that it's okay to have some of those foods, those treats that yeah. don't really have much nutritional value, but it's okay to have it because I think if you don't have it, you're more likely to not stick with, um, good eating habits. If you don't at least reward yourself here and there with like, you know, some ice cream or a piece of cake or something like that. Cause I do that. I mean, I just got myself some ice cream earlier today. So my cookie tonight is cookies. I currently don't do those things, but this I'm in prep. So if I wasn't, oh, well, yeah. there's no reason to do life the way I'm doing life right now, unless you are a competitive athlete. There's right. no reason to be on the, you can't have any sugar. You're not having right. any of today. Oh, there's no reason to do that to yourself unless you are preparing for a show or a competition or some sort of thing where there's a, a serious goal where you're going to win something. You know, if you're right. doing life, have some ice cream. Yeah. Like, have some cake. Eat with your family. Like, who cares? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not I tell people live 80-20. If 80% of your diet is whole foods, things with no preservatives, high fiber, lots of macro, micronutrients, eat whatever you want the rest of the time. It's not what you do on Saturday and Sunday is not going to negate everything you did Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'll sometimes uh, have to still kind of remind myself of that because <laughs> I still do. My brain sometimes does want to go to the all or nothing. But yeah. that's another thing that you have to keep reminding yourself is that you can have – yeah, unless you're unless you're a competitive athlete, like physique athlete, you don't have to do that. That's and then, now me, I yeah, heck yeah, I'm trying to you know get like super shredded and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm also not really trying to compete, so I'm not trying to get everything like super specific, you know. So it's just not. Um, I don't know. It's not. Not that it's not attainable because it's very attainable. It's not maintainable. It's not healthy. It's not smart. Women should not live below the 18 to 20% body fat. Like it's just not, it's not healthy for your internal organs. It's not healthy, healthy for your hormones. It can do a lot of long-term damage to women's hormones to live at a body fat percentage that is the single digits that, that is stage mm-hmm. ready. Right. So just regular women, even if you do want to look like shredded mm-hmm. and lean, I can get you there healthily without doing that shit insane. Right. And I have to do, you know what I, I mean? I've learned, this is a thing that I've learned over time. And it's because a lot of people only focus on this half. They only focus on, hey, if you want to be super lean, you know, or like, for example, abs, they don't, they only bring up 
the calorie deficit. They don't bring up the hypertrophy part. It's like you have to have, if you want like an actual six pack, you have to build the muscles there too. So first you're going to have to eat in a calorie surplus to build the muscles. And then later on you eat in a calorie deficit to show all those, those big abs that you just built. And I, like, I think I'm in the 20s in my in my body fat percentage. So it's relatively high. It's not super high, but it's relatively high. But I can still see abs. That's because the abs there are, they're big. They're, they're not, you know, and, and um, that's just what a lot of people don't really mention because I've done so much research on this. I'm always doing, you know, reading articles or, uh, yeah, YouTube videos. And very few of them have talked about, hey, man, you need to build these suckers. Oh, yeah. No, I will tell. Uh, it's always my male clients. They're like, I, I want to have a six-pack at the end of this. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> I can't uncover something that's not there. Uh, right. So we're, you got to build it first. And it keeps you a healthy body weight. And then we're going to bulk. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a nice, long bulk. And we're going to build those. And then we'll do a little lean-out phase. And we might see them, like we probably will, but mm-hmm. like if you if they're not there, they're not yeah. there. Right. So, okay. How do you get at when you train abs? Right, you, you train them. <laughs> yeah. Unless you are one of these super mount it is seen very commonly in malnutrition um in foreign countries because their abdomens are distended, pushing those muscles outward, and then the body fat percentage is so low and the skin is so thin that you can see them. Yeah. But if you want to be a healthy athlete with abs, we're going to have to do some weighted exercise. (laughs) Yeah. And you're going to have to eat. And you're going to have to eat. (laughs) Abs love carbs. You you, you got got me at you have to eat. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, we love oh, no, powerlifting. Powerlifting, just eat and get big as shit. Just yeah, pick up stuff. You you brought up your your currently training for competition. Tell us about the competition. What is uh what is this uh what is the competition, and what is okay. what is the preparation that you're doing for this competition? Okay, uh, so the competition is the Julie Palmer Championships. They're in June. I picked this date with my coach because he feels like that is how long it will take me to be the best I can be with what I've got <laughs> right now. Um, so know, what I we're doing? Back, it's yeah. My back is always. <laughs> My back is always, every coach I've ever had, which this is the first show that I'm doing, but I have prepped before mm-hmm. and then did not go on because of insecurities, which were not, that's not happening to me this time. <laughs> but I've always had coaches tell me, you'll win it from the back. Because I just have, and I don't know how I got it, because I do remember in when I first started, I would post like pictures of my back. And there was just nothing there, and it was the saddest thing ever. And now I look like a Dorito, and I'm like, how did, how did this happen a to me? Was Dorito. it? Like, yeah, what? 
is this? But then my lower body is just like, oh, we're not there yet. <laughs> so so we're, we started really far out so that we can lean out healthily and slowly, but also give my body a chance to put on some density while I'm losing body fat, which is very difficult in a regular, like a regular show prep is about 16 to 20 weeks. I've got, I've had a 40 week prep. I mean, I've done 14 weeks now, so I'm about halfway through, but we're doing it slower so that my body can put on some more mass. Yeah. Well, I'll come in bigger, but also super shredded. It's just yeah. like, it's very scientific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, you're eating, I eat exact things every day. I've eaten the same thing every meal, every day for three months, more than three months at this point. Um, training very hard, five or six days a week. Sore all the time. Um he does not have me doing a ton of cardio yet, so that's nice. My body is just, like, mm-hmm. naturally doing the thing without the cardio. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, my upper body is starting to look pretty shredded. My lower body is coming in. Like, I can tell I have built more quads, more hamstrings. My glutes are definitely bigger than they were. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited. I'm nervous because, I mean, I'm, not, I'm excited and nervous. But I had planned to compete as a figure competitor. And my coach, upon seeing me in person, said we need to focus on physique, which is the big girls. (laughs) He's like, you need to be competing with the bigger girls because you have much more muscle maturity and size than a figure competitor. Mm-hmm. So the oh, posing so is different. Everything is very different. Oh. With but yeah, we're I, still I, doing I both divisions. Hmm? I never realized that difference. That I thought it was a full thing. I didn't know there was a. I guess common sense would tell me that there's weight classes, right? Is that what it is? There, no. Okay. Well, for men, there are weight classes. Okay. For women, it's completely different physiques. You have like bikini girls. Right. Which they don't have a ton of muscle development. They they're very lean. Yeah, they're uh, really lean. Yeah, no striations, just bubbly fullness, like a, just a really nicely leaned out, sure. but <laughs> built girl on the beach. Yeah. Uh, the next up is the figure competitors, which are bigger, still smallish, but bigger. They have. Bigger lats because they want that V taper. Um, I'd say that's probably a little bit closer to how like I'm built because I'm not huge or anything. But are you shaking your head? No, you're a physique competitor. I'm, I'm sorry, competitor. Really? You're, built, you're not built for figure. You're built oh, for. I'm always like, oh, I'm, so, I'm kind of like I'm pretty shredded, but I'm pretty small. You lean out, you look insane. Like I. <laughs> You you need a coach to look at you and be like, oh, yeah, that's a physique girl. And in, if you worked for three more years, four more years, you could do women's bodybuilding. Awesome. Oh, yeah. The big the big girls, yeah. Which is my five-year plan. It's yeah. just absolute massive. Those girls, 
Yeah. But like, uh, so bikini figure wellness. Now I have no, I will never be a wellness girl. Those are the girls. They have smaller, they do one upper body day a week. They have just small uppers, right? But their bottom half looks like horses. They're like, six yeah, they're, it, it was originally a division in Brazil. America yeah. adopted it. We didn't even have it until 2021. We didn't wow. even have wellness. But now these girls from these girls from Brazil, you know, they're just built genetically with these right. butts and these thighs. They're yeah. just insane. I've and now, now we're doing it. We're doing it here in the states, and I'm like, I will never be able to do that because my legs don't grow. So, um, and um, I'm see, I'm hoping. Well, for myself, I'm hoping to have an equal amount of upper and lower body. But my, um, I don't know. I find that <laughs> what will happen is I'll hit like a plateau with my legs, and then. Um, but I'm still building our muscle or upper body muscle. And then I'll go through a change where it's like, I go through a plateau with my upper body and then I'm still building a bunch of lower body. That's actually what's happening to me right now is I put on a pair of pants just the other day that they used to be so baggy on me just like a couple years ago, like a year or two ago. And they're almost like skinny jeans on me now. I'm like, holy crap, these these things are, I actually, they left marks in my skin because they were tight around the waist and everything. I was like, wow. <laughs> With skinny jeans now, because you're turning into a horse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I'm getting, I'm getting these huge, the huge legs that I've always wanted. It's just like some, it's just some central nervous system stuff. You've got to switch up your, do you do the same type of training all the um, time? No, not really. Um, not since like, I don't know, I want to say like last summer I started ch- changing up my um, stuff that instead of, um, because at first I was doing a lot of um, just big heavy lifts, yes. um, a lot of bench pressing, a lot of deadlifts, a lot of squats. Now um, I'm doing, I'm still doing some of that. But I'm going a little bit more with a calisthenics, um, kind of like adding in some more calisthenics and body weight stuff. And um, instead of focusing on big, like the big heavy lifts, I'm using more moderate weight and higher reps. I like it. Hypertrophy. Yes, that's that's what I've been doing. And it's been working. Um Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you said your show is in June. Yes. Okay, and then where, like, where is it going to be held? Is it like in a like? Okay, so it's June first in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, at Convention Center. So it's going to be. It'll be like a stage and a whole big like auditorium with tickets and a live stream and lots of ways to watch it. I'm going to share them. Oh, because I won't be able to actually go to Ohio, but if it's a live stream, I will watch it's it. It's a live It's okay. a live stream, and then I'm really thinking about setting the camera up and live streaming it directly to my YouTube. Oh, yeah. If you could do that, that would be awesome. Oh, very cool. Then all the people 
that already follow me just can have direct access. Nice. All right, and um, to uh, before we get onto anything else, you can plug that in there. Where can people find you? People can find me on YouTube. <laughs> you can just Tinkerbell on the YouTube. I don't have my little thingy. Or you can follow me on Instagram, the underscore Tinker underscore Bell, B-E-L-L-E. And then there's a link to my YouTube channel in my bio. Nice. Awesome. Very cool. Sweet. So, yeah, um, hit those buttons. Yes. Smash them. Smash Crush. Crush. Those uh, those likes, those those hearts, those followers, yeah. the subscribers. Sorry. My phone's telling me I need to eat. You oh no. Um no. <laughs> I mean, well, we all yeah, eating is good, but um we'll, we'll try to we'll I oh, don't know, no, you're good. It's okay, you do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> all the time. I'm just like <laughs> you have like a bunch of alarms on your phone like I do because I have like seven different alarms for like different yeah alarm <laughs> off every two hours that says feed the machine <laughs> yeah my, mine is like alright here's because I have to take a certain medication with food yeah. and so it's like here you gotta take this medication with food twice a day and then yeah. I got all my other like vitamins and stuff that I have to remind myself to do and I got yeah, it's yeah, I, I, I barely use my uh, alarm clock. <laughs> I barely use my alarm clock. I didn't used to. I used to just be like, before I decided to prep for a show, because my I have an 11-year-old son, and he is the best kid in the whole world. You can't make me think it's different. You can't tell me any different, because he is trained. Like, he will not wake me up. He's not woken me up since he was like three years old. He just <laughs> he sleeps in. He because we uh, as soon as he was like born, I started putting him beside me when I went to sleep, and we went to sleep. And then he'd wake up when I'd wake up, which was usually you know nine ten o'clock in the morning. Like we're not we are not morning people, and it is a wonderful thing. So no, like before I started prepping, I didn't have any alarms. Still, I don't have an alarm that wakes me up. This is the life of a content creator. It's like, I don't, what's the schedule? I'm not doing that. <laughs> My first alarm is at 10 a.m. and it tells me to eat. It doesn't even say wake up and do something. It says eat some food. <laughs> like I... uh, speaking of, what is your favorite meal uh, during this time? What is your prepping time? What is your favorite meal right now? Right now? I think about this meal at night, like before I go to sleep. And then I'll wake up sometimes hungry in the middle of the night thinking about the meal. It's my first meal, which is oatmeal. So simple. It's just, um, I have to have plain oatmeal. I like packaged oatmeal because it has all the goodie stuff in it, but I can't have all those yum tasty things right now. So I figured out, I do my oatmeal, I put the blueberries in it, and I have to do water because I can't even have like almond milk. No, it's, it's hell. We're in hell now. Um, <laughs> so, so we mix our oats with our water and our blueberries, and I put like the littlest amount of salt in there, and nuke it in the microwave for like two minutes, and it makes it like fluffy. Mm-hmm. And stir it, and I have the flavor god 
buttery cinnamon roll. Ooh. Why is that happening? Sorry. I have to... <laughs> because it was suspenseful, like, what's the next ingredient? <laughs> <laughs> the flavor guide, buttery cinnamon roll seasoning. And then I put sugar-free maple syrup on top. So it's just like a sweet, yummy, it's like a cinnamon roll blueberry muffin. (laughs) It's so good. I just realized that my OS bot, OBS bot, like zooms in when I do weird stuff with my hands. So now I have to stop Captain Sparrowing it all over the place. Uh, you guys didn't know I was a pirate, did you? I suspected. <laughs> Gosh, I'm just going to get a jar of dirt and just be like... <laughs> Keep Davy Jones, <laughs> Jones away. Uh, you have, uh, yeah. speaking of your YouTube, you have uh, Muscle Mommy Diaries? <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about that. Tell us about that. My favorite. I wanted, I kind of wanted to do this for a while. Like, like when I was doing not safe for work content, I had thought about it, but it just made more sense once I started the channel. And I have so many friends like Lynn and all, all my friend Alex and so many other strong, powerful women in the like athletic content creating space that are my support system you know when I need to know some information or get an opinion or I'm just having a rough go you can't just go like talk to some random person that has no idea that like they don't gym or care about what they're eating you know you have to have a specific type of person to talk to yeah and, understand <laughs> and I was like man I have all these super cool women around me that nobody knows about. They're all super fucking intelligent. They know so much about lots of different sports. Like Justine, the first girl that I had on, she's a boxer. Like mm-hmm. We've so many different people that I could have on that other women can watch and maybe glean something from something that some other woman has to say. Because I just think that if I have a platform... I want to use it to help people. That's just who I am as a human. And like, if I've got some knowledge that I can give you, I got 10 more friends that have way more knowledge than me that I can bring on. So I've started having, like I had Justine on, I had Synthetica on. There's anything in it? I promise. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Can't wait for that one. On. Uh, my next girl is my friend Keisha. She is a wellness competitor. She just got her pro card. I have two other ISBB pros who have already agreed to be on. Um, I've got a girl that uh, teaches jujitsu that's going to be on. Just like all different facets mm-hmm. of the game that, you know, we can just, I can ask them some questions and get some insight into how, in their life and how, uh, how being in fitness has affected them and how they use my biggest thing is showing the positive effects of being an active, healthy person is, you know, both mentally and physically, like why it's good for you, mm-hmm. your body, you know, 
I love That's it. That's the premise. I love it. I love it. So glad. That, like, I really hoped that people would be getting something out of it, and they seem to be. <laughs> That's that, great. That is great. Because, yeah, um, I mean, I know, like, me doing modeling and cosplay doesn't exactly help people, but I try to use, like, my, um, I don't know, my presence. I try to be kind to people. I try to be supportive. I try to, um, you know, share things from other content creators where I, you know, whenever I can, or, um, I, I always try to put in some words of encouragement, even though sometimes it takes so much out of me to do that. It's not because I don't want to, it's because I am so shy and it might not really seem like it, but um, I really am. And it takes so much out of me to um, just say, hey, you're doing really great, buddy. Um, but I just, I want people to know that but I think that, though. Yeah. Uh, even though it's really well, tough for me to express it sometimes. Yeah, but I think it's, it's kind of our responsibility to lead by example. There are, yeah. so, many, there are so many content creators uh, in every different way, like, whether it's beauty, beauty models, uh, girls that are doing makeup stuff, <clears throat> comedy people. There are so many creators that use their platforms to be negative influences and to tear each other down and stuff. And I was, we've got to change this. Right. I can't get behind that anyway. I just don't have the time for that kind of energy. It just, it doesn't add anything. Um, It doesn't enrich my life. So I just, I don't have time for it. And I don't like, there are things that I can't stand. There are people that I can't stand. But I don't really go around going, oh, I hate this person, you know, because I don't have time for that that kind of energy. Like, I just, uh, I'm just like, I either um, feel, I either love you, I feel indifferent, or I just don't, I just can't stand you. That's it. There's no, there's no hate. Yeah, I don't, I just feel indifferent about those people, like, if you don't add value to my life, and I'm not talking monetary, financial, because I'm definitely not that girl. I am very much a, if I, if you make me smile, if you make me laugh, if you make me feel that, like, warm thing, yeah, that's what I want. But if I pick the vibe up immediately, or you say something gross, I'm done so fast. Like, I'm... You've probably seen me make content with people and then suddenly they're gone because they gave me the last ick. The ick has happened. Yeah, and there there have been people that I have talked to and I've tried to be friends with. And it's just like, you know, you, you learn that, um, like, ooh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like, you... Uh, on the out, there's like a little outside shell on them that's like, hey, this is cool. And then when you get past that, it's like, oh, oh no, they're not who they who I thought they were. were. And yeah. I hate that. I can't. Well, I hate that situation yeah. because you don't want like 
at least for me, I don't want to not like someone. I'm over here going, I want to like you. I want to be friends with you. And I want to, I want to make connections. I don't want this to go south. And, um, it really just, I guess, depends on the other person's behavior, um, that will, I don't know what really what I'm trying to say here. Um, like I, I was very apprehensive, which I always kind of am because I've been burned so many times. But you know, we were talking about collabing and doing the like photo shoot and everything, and I was so nervous, especially about women, because we are some of the worst, cattiest, most judgmental, disgusting on the planet. Okay, like we're. Men are simple. No, no offense, Neo. We love you because you're simple. We love it. <laughs> women are so hard. I like, excuse me. Men and women for two reasons. What are we even doing? What are women even doing? What are women? You know. But I was so nervous to meet you because I was like, she's either really gonna like me and we're gonna be best friends forever, or I'm gonna scare the shit out of her and she's never gonna call me. And, then, and now we're going to do another collab. So I, because that's, that's also, um, I'm so, like, I'm so glad that you did reach out to me because I'm so nervous and I'm so shy. And, um, the last time I did try to reach out to somebody, yeah, it went south. Like they just kind of acted like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, they're, yeah. they're kind of nice to your face a little bit, but then oh. like, they just kind of, but they do, they act a little passive aggressive towards you. It's just, I'm like, what did I do? I just wanted to be friends. Come on, man. Like, that's all I wanted to do was be friends. And then, um, then, because again, like you said, I've been burned so many times in the past that sometimes I'll sit here and t- talk to my, like this little mean voice in my head says, of course, nobody wants to talk to you. You're annoying. You're an annoying little freak. And um, so then I'll be like, nope, I'm not going to talk to anybody. <laughs> so, but I'm trying to change that. Um, it's really hard, but I'm trying to change that. Like, another thing is like, okay, um, half of my family is Puerto Rican. Half of my family is Italian. I am trying to get my Spanish better. My Spanish is not, I like, I can read some things. I can say a few useful phrases, but because I do not have like my Spanish speaking, I'm, I'm actually not close with a lot of my family. I'm only close with like my immediate family. So like all of my Puerto Rican um, family, um, that's another thing is that I don't even know if I could reach out to them and be like, Hey, can you help me with my Spanish? Because that's how we're almost like strangers. Um, but I was just reading up on how to learn a language fluently. And one of the things it said was you have to not be shy because <laughs> you're going to have to like talk to people in the language and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to, you know, because if you want to be fluent in a, in a language, you have to talk to people. And I, I was like, oh, oh, damn it. I don't want to do this, but I want to be fluent in Spanish so badly. So, <sighs> all right. Yeah. Look yeah. it up, little gremlin. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> the 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 best I can do with my Spanish is order a sandwich, or at least tr- get people to tell me their sandwich in uh, 
in Spanish. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a deli cook. So I'm a deli cook. So. Yeah. All you can do is order a sandwich. You are winning because sandwiches. (laughs) 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 I need to know how to order a sandwich and go to the bathroom. That's all I need. Baño, por favor. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I can understand that. Like, like, one of the things. (laughs) Like, puedo ir al baño. Baño. May I use the restroom? (laughs) Rose, I dropped my kids laptop on my foot and it does not look good ouch don't ask me how i did that i'm very 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 clumsy like the most clumsy i don't understand how i've not died under a weight yet (laughs) right because i'm so clumsy too but how have i not dropped a barbell on my chest right i've never done that but i've always been i'm a blonde in the gym somebody (laughs) fought me like there is no, there is no uh, lack of men waiting to spot me. <laughs> I guess I've got that going for me. That's um, that's another thing, uh, because I am again so shy, and you know, there's other situations, excuse me, that cause me to not go to an actual public gym. So I do everything at home. How is that for you? Because I feel so weird going to a gym. How do, do you feel okay? <laughs> do now, sorry. I do that off camera because I don't know we're doing audio. Um, <laughs> it's completely audio, so do what you want. Completely audio, fine. They do don't even know want. that the only thing I have no left going for this. me. They'll hear it. I don't. I don't get any cast. I don't get anything good. Let me have this whole thing. Uh, in the beginning, it was terrifying. Okay, because I started working out super, super obese, and I was a beginner, and you have all of those anxieties in you that's like, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me, uh, I look like I don't belong here, somebody's going to make fun of me, they, they probably, they're probably looking at me and thinking I need to go home, nobody is looking at you, I promise, nobody cares, nobody's looking at you, we're all in there doing the same thing. Yeah, most people it's, are there to just work out. It took me a good year and a half of just going in there and getting through my workouts. I guess to really and know that I knew what I was doing, especially as far as like lifting goes. And I took CrossFit after I lost my weight, which was great for me because it's a group class. And that just sort of, you just have to not give a shit anymore. You know, you have to just, that's a hundred percent class. That's like we are doing weird stuff. Intensity <laughs> right now. It does not matter what you look like right now. So now, and it's, and I have a certain level of, and my husband has told me this in depth. I have a certain level of arrogance about me now that I'm <laughs> back. That I just sort of like I walk in the gym like Conor McGregor. <laughs> And I'm just like, everybody move. I'm just like throwing the Trent twins out of the way. Sam Stewart, get out of my way. Rich Piana, never mind, you're dead. Um, you know, now I just go in there and own the place, and I love it. And I act like it's my gym. So things are, so like I said, in the beginning, terrified. Didn't think I belonged there. 
but you sort of like grow into the person that you're supposed to be in the gym. I think it's beautiful. I don't, I can't work out at home. I can't do it. I can't work out if there's like nobody here. Uh-uh. I'm not going to do it. Like my kid has to come in here and be like, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> or like, you know, like talk to you. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm good with it because I can hog up all my own equipment. I mean, I don't have to be like, Hey, you, how many sets you got left? <laughs> um, nobody has to do that to me either. And then, um, also, I can look as silly as I want to without feeling yeah. conscious. And, but I will say that I don't have anybody to work out with. I don't. And it does get really lonely. But we would have so much fun. So imagine, like, how dead we would be at the end of a workout with us. Yeah. Because I just, try to lift more than you, and you try to lift more than me. And we'll just be like. <laughs> Why to... is that? Why is that when after we've worked out and so form of fact, we feel like, you know, we take up a lot of space now? Because I what, felt what? like that. Like, I felt like something has, like, I can't move. Like, you feel, I feel it? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the pump. It's yeah, the it's pump. The pump. The blood and then the, the glycogen has been driven into the muscle. And so there's water and glycogen being driven into your muscle. And it's actually like blowing them up and you are really taking up more space. Uh-huh. But for me, it's just psychological. Wow. And I feel like, <laughs> I need to go to the vet now because I'm an animal. Like, <laughs> I can't even go to the regular doctor. I'm a, I need to go to the vet. <laughs> That's a good Dude, one. After back day, I'll just go through doorways sideways like a crab. <laughs> I don't fit there. I don't fit that way. You gotta go this way because I'm so wide. I'm so big and wide. I'm a, I'm a size small. Like that's insane. Is it, man. is it just me, or is the feeling of not being able to walk after a leg exercise after like leg exercises that it's just like all oh, this like it is it just like a feeling of accomplishment? Am I yeah. there, or is it just like I can't no, fucking walk, but I feel great? If I don't feel like a newborn giraffe. <laughs> Getting off the leg extension machine, I've not done the job. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You just have to, or if you like, I always, especially on glute days, I'll get lightheaded. I don't know what it is. It's got to be something to do with the central nervous system, maybe like redirecting so much blood to your lower extremities that you lose a lot of the blood in your brain, going, whatever, I don't know, science. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get lightheaded and I'm like, Ooh, I'm doing glutes right. I'm about to pass out. But oh, wow. that and then nausea. Like if I'm doing cardio or high, sometimes I'll do hit workouts, high intensity interval training. If I get nauseous during high intensity workouts, I'm like, yep. Feel like I need to throw up. I'm doing it right. <laughs> I usually, um, if my muscles feel like jello afterwards, I'm like, yeah, I did. Sorry, I've got like this little, there's like a little bump. I'm looking at your bicep, bro. And I keep yes. like doing, there's like a little bump right here and I keep touching it. So I'm like, terribly. 
right here. Are we all gonna do it? Yes. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Um Oh, put those guns away. <laughs> Remington, Winchester. <laughs> so cool. So freaking cool. So, um, one of the, uh, also another thing, well, okay, wait, Neo, do you still have more questions? Uh, just, uh, one more. Um. Okay, because after you ask that question, I have one more thing I would like to talk about before we wrap it up. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, before we go, let's take a brief intermission. Okay. Because we're reaching the time limit a little bit, and we'll be right back after this, folks. And we're back. Okay. Awesome. So. Uh, uh, my <laughs> last question is your favorite exercise to do. What is that one that you wake up and, yes, we're doing this? Lateral raises. Lateral raises? <laughs> there ain't nothing like a lateral raise. Okay. So right. la- there are lots of, I also love it because there are tons of variations of the lateral raise to yeah. get different lateral heads. Because your delt has different heads on it. Yeah. So you've got middle and the back. You've got your anterior, medial, and posterior, right? So depending on how you're holding your cables, your dumbbells, whatever, you're using your bands, you're going to hit a different head. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. I love when your shoulders get big and full of blood and they mm-hmm. just look shoulders are sexy. And you just want them to look good. Right. I can do a million of them. I do them when I'm not supposed to do them. Like, um, <laughs> like tomorrow's rest day. Tomorrow's rest day, but I'm going to do 100 lateral races. Uh, man, because today is rest day for me, and tomorrow is chest, back, and shoulders, and I'm going to be doing those lateral raises tomorrow. And one of the things that I really like when I do my lateral raises is when I, because I always look in the mirror to check my form. Yeah. So I like to, because I can, as I'm lifting up, I can see the striations in my shoulders, and I'm like, man, that's so cool. Yeah, dude, you get like, oh, my mom, let's say fucking do it, but you get like all the little, the oh, little lines. Oh, mm-hmm. badass. Yeah. I like like that big and veiny and like shredded like little pumpkins. Yeah. yeah. Like little, little pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love lateral races. Second, uh, really close second is the leg extension now. Okay. You get those quads. Dude, if you get a quad pump, your life is solid. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. I'm just like, man, I got back pumps. Awesome. I got ab pumps. Awesome. I got butt pumps. Awesome. I got quad pumps. Awesome. I got hamstring pumps. Awesome. I got calf pumps. Awesome. I got forearm pumps. Awesome. Oh, Yeah, forearm pumps.
performance enhancement drug use in the um, in in the athletic and fitness industry, and like um, because there's a lot of stigmatism and a lot of un just a lot of people that are uneducated on it, lots of misinformation, and. I'm not sitting here trying to say, oh, oh, these these are wonderful, and it's okay. Anybody can take these, and it'll be fine. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that there are ways that you can do these without um, without being as horrible as everyone makes it out to be. Um, of course, there are uh, people that. Um, do not do their research. They do not do what is right for their bodies. Um, they just kind of stick whatever in in their bodies, and they also expect immediate results too. Um, and oops, sorry, um, one of the things that I guess I wanted to uh, well, let's see, how do I what do I ask? Um, is well, I guess the first question I want to ask you is like, well, what, what got you, because I know that you are, you know, you help, you've helped me out yes. a lot. Um, I am in fact an enhanced athlete. <laughs> yes, as am I. <laughs> and um, I just, uh, I guess, want to know, um, what was your, how was your journey into this? Uh, like the why? Yeah. The, yeah. Like yeah. what? How did you discover it? How did it, what what made you want to start? So what had happened was <laughs> I had been I had lost all my weight. Mm-hmm. I think it was two years into so it was twenty eighteen. It was twenty eighteen, and I had done the CrossFit. I was just sort of like lifting in the gym, and I switched gyms and started at the gym that I'm actually starting to go to now in my vlog, it's a smaller gym. You guys would have seen it in yesterday's vlog that I released, which is just this really gritty, old-school, banging, clean gym, and it was full of power lifters. Mm-hmm. All this. Um, so I started hanging out with those dudes, training with those dudes, and they were like, hey, you're really strong. You should do power lifting. And I was like, cool. I'll do whatever. I'm here. I'm here to party, you know? So I started uh, training for powerlifting and found a competition to do. And it was like, I don't know, five or six months out. And I sort of hit a wall where I wasn't really, my lifts weren't getting any stronger. Because in powerlifting, you're not really worried about how big you are. You're going to get big. Yeah, it's not a physique competition. Yeah, no. Fully strength competition. Fully how much can you pick up and put down? Mm-hmm. So my coach at the time was like, hey, you could, if you're open to it, take a little bit of some things and get stronger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, can I do that and compete? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's we have untested federations. And I was immediately like, you know, let's, let's go. Let's do it. But I want to do it in a safe way. I don't want to have a ton of side effects. You're going to have some side effects, period. 
right. Right. Many drugs there's is a no, side effect, yeah. Yeah, any drug you take is going to give you some sort of side effect. Yeah. yeah, there's no rainbow pretty princess land where you take anabolic steroids and something doesn't happen to your body. Mm. Right. So I think I started, I took some tests. I took like a really low dose, safe dose of testosterone and um, got really strong and made a, the record in my state for women's deadlift. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Awesome. That's super awesome. And it's amazing what just a little bit of testosterone will do because I I just, uh, I'm about to start my second cycle of uh, testosterone in a couple of weeks. And just that little bit, that, and I only did it for six weeks. Yeah. And I did it at the EDB, like 0.1. And I feel like within a few weeks, my I was like, I mean, I'm not saying that my strength was superhuman or anything, but I'm like, wow. But it will kick you. It will kick you out of a plateau. Mm-hmm. It did. It really did. Um, it got me out of a also a fat loss plateau too. Yeah. Help yeah. redistribute yeah. my body fat. So yeah, it's just amazing. <laughs> um, so I did that, and I think. It was right after that that I decided, hey, I want to start, like, working this more towards a bodybuilding physique changing sort of thing. And I waited a couple of months after I cycled off, obviously, the testosterone, and I started taking Anavar, which is a totally different animal and will do the most insane things for your physique. As a man or a woman, Anavar is hands down. Like, it's the first thing that I tell people. Just take, a woman can take just a little bit. We ju- we can take just a little bit of something and have amazing results. Um, but, yeah, I've done that and cycled off. I've done quite a few things at this point. I've taken some questionable things just trying to get big. But not the yeah. You wanted to get the yeah. strong and the muscles and the things, yes. You want to get the muscles to get the most bigger. Yeah. But um, I think a couple of the things that I have taken, like the MPP, I took to try and grow my legs, and I took some wind straw, and both of those things, my had too many bad side effects for me to continue like I haven't always sounded like this <laughs> so, like uh, I, I'm a little, I've thought about Winstrol but I'm a little nervous I didn't like it it really made me have heart palpitations and feel super anxious and I didn't want to eat and that's just none of that is worth it for me no I already have anxiety and, um, yeah, Winstrol, yeah, Clinbuterol, any of these things that you would take to cut weight or lean out more, like closer to a show day. Mm-hmm. I'm not down. With that. I told my coach straight off, I was like, hey, I'm not going to take any Clin or Winnie because mm-hmm. it just makes me way too anxious. They raise my cortisol levels because of the anxiety and the heart palpitations. Like, I just, I don't want that. I also don't want anything else. Like, I don't want my voice to get any lower. I don't want my jaw. My jawline is already, like, kind of, I'm still super feminine and a pretty girl. But, like, we're 
borderline, you know, some Johnny Bravo shit here. Like, <laughs> especially with the way I wear my hair, you know. Oh, I still, I want to c- continue to compete as a female for as yeah. long as possible. Um, any of the stuff that viralizes and gives you masculine stuff, I want to do as little as possible. But, like, I do get, like, some little stuff I have to handle on my face. Because well, it. it's just part of it. It's just a part of it. And I think that if more women would be be real about it and be like, hey, right, those things and these things happened to me and I knew they were going to happen to me and I'm cool with it. But just know these things are going to happen to you if you put the thing in your body. Yeah. Right. More openness um, about these things, especially if you want to be a competitor and, and, and be in the physique that you want to be, you yeah. know, it, it's good to have someone like you two as not just a guidebook, but as a, a, a but as a guidance of, you know, through this experience, if you will. Am I, am I correct? Is that like, yeah, no, completely correct. Because the thing is, yes, there are tested federations in bodybuilding and powerlifting where you can compete with other people who are just natural athletes, okay? Those federations don't go as high as the untested. Like, NPC, IFBB are completely untested federations. You can take as much of whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that go to the Olympia and the Arnold, which are the most highly recognized, like Rec- people yeah. recognizing natural shows, like cool, you're natty, but nobody cares. The character went to the Olympia, right? Who don't want to step on the Olympia stage, natty? No, that's why would you do that? Why would why would I, as a forty year old woman? who's going to step on stage and try to compete with other professional bodybuilders that have been taking gear for 10 or 12 years to build their bodies. Why? When I want to play the game, you have to play the same game. Yeah. Well, they're they're playing Monopoly. You don't need to get the best you can at Twister. (laughs) You need to get the best you can at Monopoly. Right. Exactly. Like, we're going to football games. Like, I'm glad you know how to play soccer really well, but right now we're playing football. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I think that if you want to be competitive, you're going to have to dabble. Yeah. Yeah. Or... You can't be that person like, no, I'm all natural when when you're lying. Don't don't lie about it. Because if you lie, you just... You're painting an un- un- unrealistic picture for someone else. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. you're natty? And then I can do it, too. And then when they're like, oh, why am I not looking like this? Exactly. You know, it does Thank something you. not only mentally, but emotionally. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, Yeah, it's like, I've been training so hard for two years. Why do I not look like her? Yeah. Because she's taking 20 milligrams of Anavar every day. Yeah, And she's not exactly. telling you. Like and that. she's not and telling then- you. Um, but then the Kitty KO guy will ask her, hey, are you natty? And she's like, of course I am. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm natty. I'm completely natural. Oh, natty. <laughs> Jolly Brock, Like, bro. Yeah. 
Yeah. We know. Yeah. This is so, it's very harmful, especially psychologically, mm-hmm. to people just starting out that don't understand why they don't look like the natural girls. You know, this is something interesting, and correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the things that I've noticed, I mean, there, the whole uh, natty or not runs through everyone, man, woman, whoever you are. But it seems that more men are open about their their drug use than women are. Why is that? Because they women are so we've been conditioned. I can go on a rant. I'm not going to go on a long one. Women are so conditioned to be ashamed of every part of themselves. Like we're so, and it's not even conditioned by men because I'm not getting on board with that hate the patriarchy bullshit. I that's not who I am. I know that we hate so much of ourselves because other women hate on us. And that is the culture is other women tearing each other down, fashion magazines, mm-hmm. uh, fitness influencers and stuff, talking shit on other women mm-hmm. is what makes us feel this way about ourselves. And we don't feel good enough to be like, yes, I took some things, but yes, I also worked my butt off. Right, because that's also nothing happens unless you go in the gym. Yeah, right. All the, the all the steroids you want and sit on the couch, you're gonna gain weight, but you're gonna yeah. gain that. Yeah, right. That's that's again that's another misconception is that people that are not educated on this topic they think that when you take these drugs that you don't do anything, no, you just you sit on your ass. Yeah, you keep Yeah, and that suddenly in a few days you become Mr. Olympia. And just with and just a few days. No, 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 no. I, from personal experience, yeah, I noticed like because when I took Anabar that first day, I noticed better mind muscle connection on the first day. But I'm not telling you that my physique changed on the first day. My physique did not change until probably like I don't know a month in, and it still wasn't even like a huge drastic change either. It was it was very subtle. Yeah, everything was very subtle and I didn't change anything. It wasn't like I went and picked up the weights and I'm like, oh, wow, this is just so easy. I don't even have to do anything. <sighs> no, I'm like, this is still really tough and I'm still sweating my ass off right now. Yeah. And I still have to, you know, you still have to eat correctly because if you do not eat the way you should when you're natty, you're it's still going to do the same thing to you as if you were natty. So, yeah, that's one of the things that people don't understand. Yeah, I tell everyone that asks me, they're like, you know, because I do have a lot of girls that will ask me, when should I start a cycle? When should I start thinking about a cycle? We had this conversation. And yeah. we went very in-depth about how long you've been training, mm-hmm. uh, how consistently you train, what are your training sessions like, um, what's the last noticeable progress that you've seen, like in photographs? What's your diet like? It's we have to discuss a lot of things before I decide you might be ready. I always you need to have been training consistently with intensity for the results you want for at least two years mm-hmm. before I think, okay, your body is it was to a point now where it has done what it's going to do mm-hmm. without some help men five years 
because you guys can just keep growing because of testosterone. You guys have so much free testosterone. Well, I don't know. I've tried. I've, uh, (laughs) my testosterone has shrinked a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Get their testosterone checked and make sure their test levels are good, though, because some of y'all will be having low testosterone and acting crazy because you got too much estrogen, just like, (laughs) <laughs> but and, and, and uh, going back to what you said about uh, how women feel, believe it or not, men can be just as like really catty. And it, oh yeah, yeah, they like, tear, tear each other down and gossip and bullshit and criticize. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think people are garbage. <laughs> no matter who you yeah, are, yeah, it doesn't really necessarily have to do with whether you're a man or a woman, black, yeah. white. If you're garbage, you're garbage. Yeah. Just yeah. If you're garbage, you're garbage. Um, I don't want this to end. We're not going to end. We're not going to end either. No. Because I could keep talking about this for like four hours, but. Yes, because this is. This is... Also, do you have lives to attend to? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I have to so before we we get towards the uh, stretch, I don't know. Uh, Are we stretching? <laughs> oh, hey, pretty good. I don't know if I can do that anymore. Neither can I. My- I used to be able to do that when I had a much smaller belly. Come on, Dio. Don't be up there. Okay. All right. I can sort of. I do can it. do it if I'm lying down. Maybe. Can we do that pose? Is this pose gonna happen in our? Photoshoot. <laughs> Just gave her some ideas. <laughs> the ideas, the, the, the gears. It took. All right, I was already working on my flexibility before. I'm going to make sure that I work on my flexibility even more now. So I used to be able to suck in my gut till you could see my ribs. I can't do Jesus. that no more. Yeah, that was when I was way younger. Now I'm, I, I can't. <laughs> Are you gonna do a vacuum? Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you can do it. Yeah, a stomach vacuum like that. More. You have to like. I used to do more. Uh, I was so skinny. I used to just, you know, suck it all in, and you could see my ribs. But yeah, I can't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> but you, 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 you. I, I'm not gonna say. Well, I'm not gonna say. Never say never. I do want the physique. I do want to get healthier. I do want to, you know, get rid of this look that I have. You know, some would say it's not so bad, but for me, health-wise and so on and so forth. But uh, maybe it's something I should think about, do you think? Does health concerns also, like, if you have bad hearts, if you have bad... Lungs, bad kidneys, or whatever the case may be, those things are very much things you should take into account before doing any PEs, right? Yes. Yes. If you have any sort of uh, liver or heart condition, anything, because unless you do all injectables, if you do orals, they're going to be they're going through your liver and kidneys. They're going to be processed through your kidneys and liver. That does damage because it's toxins. 
right? We're putting some stuff in there that shouldn't be in there. Uh So you're doing liver damage. Um, Your heart is compromised, especially if you do anything that makes you grow. Human growth hormone, a lot of men take it to get big. It is the one that I will never touch, and I tell everyone else, like, I just won't. I don't even suggest it yeah, to anybody that, because that, that could make your heart explode. Isn't it? HGH. It grows everything. It grows. Not only is it going yeah. go in your internal organs, so um, everything wait, is. It has to catch up. Yeah, and, and it's very. Yeah, another thing about human growth hormone or anything like a, a growth hormone secretagogue, any of those, you have to be really like careful about um like the kind of carbs you eat because if you're um that's at least that's what i read (laughs) um is that you have to be really careful about your carb intake because you can get type 2 diabetes really easily and and i'm just like man i love carbs so i'm not going to touch that stuff never gonna i'm never gonna do a thing that keeps me from eating carbs. <laughs> I want my car- I, I'm gonna have my fucking carbs. Yeah, no, you carbs are gonna feel my wrath. I think I'm difficult right now. You think I'm <laughs> difficult right now? You wait till I have less carbs. <laughs> so yeah, I will not touch anything that's like is human growth hormone or uh, does anything with your growth hormones because yeah, I don't trust it. Okay. Mm-mm. I don't trust. I don't trust myself to. Take it and be okay. I am pre-diabetic, <laughs> according to my doctor. So I should take care of that before I even think about doing anything, you know, strenuous or, you know, life-changing, if you will. Uh, but yes, I would get your overall health in check first because a lot of people, like I have clients that, Formerly, we're diabetic, dealing with, Jesus Christ, my hair is ridiculous, type 2 diabetes that have, they're completely fine now, they don't have any, because they've just steered their life in the healthier direction, just uh, a healthier diet, uh, regular exercise, Not, I'm not even talking like huge amounts of weight loss. There have been studies, I saw a study, my friend Alex shared it with me, where they did a study on fat cells. And they took the fat cell. Okay, both of these people weighed the same, had the same amount of body fat, okay? They studied the fat cells from each person, the person that was uh, sediment. Sedentary? Sedentary. Sedentary. The person that was sedentary and then the person that got up and started living an active lifestyle for three months. The person who was active, her fat cells were healthier, than the sedentary person. Like, right. because fat cells are different. They're yeah. different to fat cells. Okay. Like, do you guys know that? You guys know about that? Like, the fatty tissues are different. The, um, I I'm uneducated. Don't, like, I know there's different types of fat. I just don't know, like, what yeah. they're called. So, you know, you have, like, subcutaneous fat. You have visceral fat, which is the very right. fat, which is the fat that... It's the most is, harmful. Right? that helps, it aids a lot in causing diabetes. Oh, right. Fat in between your internal organs. It's mm-hmm. very dangerous. Um, 
sugary, high cholesterol. The biggest signs, especially for men, is having mostly belly fat. Mm-hmm. So you'll have like leaner legs and arms, and you're mostly belly fat, and you can get the gynecomastia, so like a little bit of man, man if you will. Uh, that's visceral fat, and it's the fat that you need to worry about. Okay. That's the fat that's going to be diabetes. That's the fat that's going to start you having markers for heart disease, which is the leading killer of men in America is heart disease. Wow. So, like, but it's so simple to, even without losing, like, I'm going to lose all this body fat and weight. No, you can just change what you're putting in your body and move it a little bit and make the fat you have healthier. That's where I was going with that. Like, not everything has to be about, well, I'm going to lose all this weight. Stop that. You can be healthier without being a size fucking six. Like, it's something. You don't have to worry about, like, the only reason why I keep track of my weight is because, well, yeah, I need to know if my bulking is working or if my cutting is working. You know? I love you bulking. (laughs) What? I love you bulking. You love me bulking? Why? I just want you to be big as shit. I just want, I'm waiting on the photo shoot of you as, I want to like, for you to redo the, the centaur, because you did sort of a centaur thing, right? With like yeah, the centaur, which it's funny because I, I did a shoot for that, and I had my own camera here, and I'm no photographer or anything, I just know the modeling aspect. Well, it turns out, this, I don't know. My fucking phone takes better pictures than this goddamn camera. And my friend who took those pictures, she, like, she t- the pictures themselves were fine. But when I put them on my computer, they're blurry as shit. Like, they're all weird and grainy, and I've tried to fix that so many times. I've looked it up. I've, I've just... Send them to Jonathan. I, I think I deleted them all because I was so angry. <laughs> I was like... So, um, and right. the reason why I haven't shot it again is because... Um, I've been trying to go work with an actual photographer, but some things were happening in October that made, that ruined my plans. And then, you know, um, with November, Thanksgiving, and then this month, you know, I'm just not going to try and do any photo shoots with photographers until the new year. And that's when I'll probably bring that back for an actual hustle unless you want me to bring that to the photo because i could i was about to say we could do some really really cool concepts as greek gods okay yes i would do that i would totally do that if i've been really wanting to do a a hermes i've been wanting like it's not really quite the same thing, but I've been wanting to do a Valkyrie for a while, and like <laughs> I just need to even us as Valkyries, though. Oh, this is getting me excited. This is yeah, like, really freaking cool. Oh yeah. my gosh, I would I can't wait to see those if, when yeah, they're done. I also because Chris has been wanting me to do this, and I want to do it too. But I need the gear for it. Um, but I've been wanting to do a colonial marine from, like, aliens. You know, put on, like, the armor and then, you know, have, like, the headset thingy on. And, and you know, because I know a photographer um, that I work with that has the perfect setup in his studio to shoot that. Because he's got sprinklers oh, and yeah. colored lights. 
And oh my God, that if I did something like that, I would have to have green or blue lights or both. Cause we did a shoot, I did my Samus and we used one side green and one side blue and it looked really good. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So many ideas. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. So many ideas. Um, brainstorming, but, um, yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, I know. I don't want this to end. They could keep talking, yeah, but... Real quick, real quick. Anyway. I just want to find out, uh, I want to ask uh, Tinkerbell, any hobbies besides working out? Any uh, activities or little projects besides cosplaying? And uh, uh, do you write? Do you draw? Do you paint? Do you... whatever? I read. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hobby? That's Yeah, of course that's a hobby. Yes. Of okay. course. Hang on. Right now, I'm reading. Oh my god, there are fake eyelashes stuck to it. <laughs> I'm reading. It's a uh, Stephen Erickson, the Malazan Book of the Fallen. It's very good. It's like Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings on series. <gasps> and what? Huh. Where's my pen? Where's my pen? It's so good. You would love it. Where's my They'll pen? They'll never see it. It's one of those things that you want them to do like they did Game of Thrones. Like you want that, but they'll never be able to do it. What's it's the name just of it? that Malazan Book of the Fallen Book. by Stephen Erickson. Book of the Fallen. The first one is Gardens of the Moon. Book of the Fallen. Stephen Erickson? Yes. Stephen. It's very good. Um, it's in a different world, obviously. There are different uh, races. There are no dragons yet. Oh. Or, oh, they, or they're all gone. You lost me. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but you got you had no, me at Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. It's like, yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Game of Thrones had a weird baby. Nice. It's just... It's also one of those where everyone you love is going to die. Oh. Don't, okay. don't, get, attached. So don't get attached to anyone. Don't get attached to anybody. Oh, my gosh. But you're going, I've read this series. It's like a 10-book series, I think. Oh, wow. And they're all, they're all big. Um, and nice. I've read it like three times. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I used to do it's, that with uh, the Harry Potter books that I did have. It's uh, like they just it's like you home, back. you know, or it's like ordering. You have that one kind of pizza you love, so you keep ordering the same kind of pizza. Like I just really love these books, so I just keep going back to them. Right. Uh, it's the same thing for me in my Lord of the Rings and Batman the Animated Series DVDs. I just keep going back. Well, no, I started Lord of the Rings over last night. Oh yeah, I was like. What? There's nothing on. We're just gonna start the fellowship. Oh, they have the extended edition on. Yes. Yeah. It has to be the extended edition or nothing at all. And somebody tried to argue with me telling me like that the Hobbit was not good. What are you kidding me? The Hobbit was amazing. The Hobbit movies were so like, are you telling me that you don't love smog? Oh. Smog is the shit. Smaug, Smaug, Smaug made Smaug made that whole thing for me. I was smug with him. I was like, if you were a man. 
just the sexiness. I don't know. Benedict Cumberbatch is. Yeah, he did a fantastic job as that dragon. Um, I love Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's it. I read. I bake. Ooh. I like to make sense. But I'm very domestic. I look like this, but I'm very domestic, and I'm very much a housewife and just want to be on a farm with some chickens somewhere. Nice. <laughs> But but also in like I want it to look like the Shire and there be weird critters everywhere like oh, you know that's could you what, imagine yes that's that's where I would I love to go I would love to go to New Zealand and see Hobbit Town I think I'm just a <laughs> Hobbit on the inside are we all just Hobbits and we didn't realize it probably um I already knew I was a Hobbit because I got like little hairs on my feet. <laughs> Like, yeah, and you also just want to stay, like, in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always... My house is tiny. Like, my house is really tiny. It's like a little hobbit hole. Nice. You're, you're small. <laughs> and, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going in your house. Am I going to hit my head in your house? Um, you might. <laughs> you might have to crunch, like, hunch over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You're going to make me turn off Batman and uh, watch uh, The Lord of the Rings again. Again, 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 and again. again. <laughs> it's just, it is the sweet nectar of life. Um, Oh my gosh, I hope we do this again. I would. Yeah, uh, this would be great. Yes. We'll have topics next time yes yes yeah. whatever you want to talk it, about we'll talk about whatever right we're just the eight we're, we're the little adhd corner here yes i love it we touch on everything we touch on everything i love it yeah thank you so much for having me thank you the, for being here this the was so much fun was all talk about hours. All my how many hours the, an hour said, and a half. <laughs> said, the pleasure was all ours. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all a little like, eh? Why'd you eh, say? A little bit. Hold yeah. <laughs> What do you say? <laughs> I have these right. that are no help. They don't work. <laughs> Same. Um. Yeah. Oh, this is your show. I don't. I, what am I doing? This is your show, Synthetic Lynn. Go ahead. Sounds all right. Well, all. this is a wrap. A wrap. A wrap. A yeah. A wrap. <laughs> squeak, everybody. Squeak, squeak. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye.